Think about those three stats. Mahomes hasn't been around that long, but he's been around long enough, and he played plenty of games as a rookie, the last four, if I remember correctly. And even in his last four games as a rookie, maybe the last five, and in his four years since, he's never not had a lead in a game. He's never not thrown a touchdown pass through three quarters, and they've never lost by double digits. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, we're hot. We're hot. Tom Brady Monday. Happy post-Super Bowl. Chiefs aren't winners. TB12 Monday, baby. Gross. <laughs> there was no win here, but I can take solace in the fact that the Chiefs lost. This was your worst case, though, the other... I think the last... No. Well, the worst case was Tom Brady wins the MVP, which he won anyway, but he did so well, he wins the MVP, but they lose the game. But then, and it goes down as the best game in history. But then after the game, we were talking, and you did say something, and you're like, then it clicked in your head. You're like, no, I want the Chiefs to win. Oh, I did. No, uh, I, w- I was rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah. But so. I'm choosing to take a situation that could be horrible, and it, it what's not the most horrible, and be like, well, fuck it, at least the Chiefs, Chiefs aren't Super Bowl they champions. They got embarrassed. They didn't just lose. They did get embarrassed. But this is the worst case scenario at the beginning of the season for us because talking about Brady, how he's been assistant assistant quarterback his entire career, everything else. And we admitted at the beginning of the year, if he makes the playoffs, we've got to shut up about trying to say he's not the best. We can think it. We can't talk it. Went way farther than that. (laughs) They go in and they beat. Let's talk about the teams they beat. Obviously, uh, Washington. Not a big deal. But then they go on to beat... Uh, Just say the quarterbacks. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick, and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Boom, boom, boom. All on the road. On well, the road. Except for the Super Bowl, defense, which was you know, I see people being like, oh, it's just defense still with Brady. You can't... You can say that once, maybe twice. You can't say it seven times. The dude's got something. Yeah. Dude's got something. Uh, but what I was going to say at the beginning of the year, we had resigned ourselves to the fact that Chiefs were winning the Super Bowl five out of the next... <laughs> Eight years, right? Yes. So, And they probably still are. So to us, like that was happening. So the worst thing would be for Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. Now, the worst thing for me would to have the Chiefs still win and Tom Brady be the MVP, even in a losing effort, cementing his greatness. Yeah. And it go down the best game in history. So he cemented greatness. This year he holds off the Chiefs. They'll be back next year. They yep. need to bolster that offensive line a little bit, I would say. Yeah, well, yeah, just having their healthy tackles. Maybe not having, yeah, having injuries. <laughs> You're right. Um, did not that I'm saying that's why the Chiefs won the game. They might have got a couple touchdowns if they had the tackles. Maybe but that's not why. It, may, maybe it makes a difference, but they're not winning. Yeah, they're not winning. Not that, that was beat a down. That was a beat down. Man. Somebody uh, DM'd us on the Broncos briefing Instagram saying, "All right, do we finally have a recipe to beat the Chiefs?" And I said, "Yeah, we have the recipe to stop him. Sure. Step one: get a Hall of Fame quarterback." Mm-hmm. Two, have the best tight end in NFL history. Three pull-ball receivers. An O-line that knocks Kansas City three yards off the ball at the snap. A top-five pick middle linebacker that can lock down Travis Kelsey, who is the second-best tight end in NFL. Yeah, that was amazing, man. And have a 15-plus sack offensive or outside linebacker that's causing havoc the entire freaking game. Get a defensive coordinator who is committed, committed, to just doubling Hill on every single play. 
And yeah, you have the recipe to beat Kansas City. Yep. No, we didn't learn anything from this game. No. We just learned that Tampa gotta, Bay is better. And Tampa Bay is better. But they did all the right things in the offseason. They did all the right things after the beatdown that Kansas City gave, gave them. Like, they learned from it. you got to give uh, props yeah. to the defensive coordinator and head coach. What is that? <laughs> that's, that's my iPad. Is That's a terrible chiming sound. at me. Because um, they, they took what they learned and they perfected it, man. They did. They perfected their game plan. And it was amazing. It was a sight to see how Hill went from, what, 230, 250 yards receiving and three touchdowns to legit just getting shut down. Getting man. shut they down. They were all in. They were just like, okay, beat us. Yeah. We're taking away Hill. We're taking away Kelsey. Well, they only had to take away Kelsey with a middle linebacker. And Nobody Kelsey else had, could do that. Did not have a good game. No. But I do. The linebacker played a great game, but also Kelsey dropped two or three catchable balls. He did catch droppable balls. I kind of credit that to that middle linebacker being all being up all his over his grill. Yep, he was all over. And him. that affects Travis Kelsey coming out of every break. Yep. Um, so he was, was dropping. That, who was covering him? The whole night it was White. White, that's what I thought. Yeah. Who ended up getting a pick in the end zone. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, huge credit to the defensive coordinator. It took a defensive coordinator that got torched in the first quarter that they played, defensive quarter that got torched by Brees twice, and then he put together back-to-back-to-back game plans that stopped Drew Brees, made him look pedestrian, yep. made Aaron Rodgers look just okay, just okay, and then Patrick Mahomes look super pedestrian. Bad. Does this change your mindset on um, Aaron Rodgers at all? After seeing what the Bucks did to Breeze and the Mahomes, no, 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 no. Well, I, I feel like Breeze had a bad game, and that I think his age has started showing. So I think Breeze was Breeze. I think Mahomes. I think Tampa Bay played at a whole nother level with Mahomes. They weren't rushing Rodgers like that. Mahomes, he got away plays. He got away balls and tried to make plays that nobody else in the league. No could make. other quarterback could have. So maybe Josh Allen. Doesn't make me feel any different. I feel the same. I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Uh, one thing, let me break this down. So I saw on social media yesterday somebody comment that, or somebody did a, a, a meme that was, if this was Jackson, everybody'd be talking about how terrible he was. But Patrick Mahomes, they're not talking about how how bad he is. You all are haters. What do you think about that comment? I don't get it. Like, what's the, <laughs> why would we hate against Jackson and not Mahomes? Couldn't be a race thing. Not that you or I would do that either, but you got to no, take that no, out of the equation. Yeah. One's the best quarterback in the NFL, and one is a freak of nature talent who I would love to have as a Denver Bronco, but is not in the same league as yeah. Patrick It's just Mahomes. a silly comment because, one, Mahomes is he's a proven commodity. Yeah, He's won the Super Bowl. He's done all, like, why would we hate him for one bad MVP. game? The dude maybe has had one bad game his entire career, if you would even say it's a bad game. They were jailbreaking every freaking play, man. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we don't even know. Like, it's the worst game that he's been a part of. The first time ever through three quarters that he didn't throw a touchdown and the first double-digit loss in his career. Yeah. For, I, it was the first game in his career where they hadn't had a, they hadn't had a lead at any point during the game. Yeah. Think about those three stats. Mahomes hasn't been around that long, but he's been around long enough, and he played plenty of games as a rookie, the last four, if I remember correctly. And even in his last four games as a rookie, maybe last five, and in his four years since, he's never not had a lead in a game. He's never not thrown a touchdown pass through three quarters, and they've never lost by double digits. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, those stats are insane, man. Yeah. Props to... How good the Tampa Bay defense. 
It was not played last night. They just went next level. And there's no reason for them to not be this good last year. You asked me a couple podcasts if I thought Brady was going to come back, and I said, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. He wants to finish all the records. Yeah. Breeze won't be here. He'll be able to pass him on everything and go on, on top. Midseason. And Jim Nance asked him, and it was like, well, yeah. It was almost like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I knew he would. My question was, if, if it were you, would you? Uh, yeah, if I'm I mean, still healthy, playing at the level that he's playing, why not? Looks better than ever. Yeah, it looks better than ever. Looks better than ever. Another Super Bowl. I mean, I guess a part of me is like, you go out on the ultimate top. Yeah. And there's nothing they could take up. Brady could go 2-14 and 14 next year. His yeah. legacy is protected. It doesn't matter. This isn't like Elway going out with the Super Bowl or Manning going out with the Super Bowl because Elway probably had one more year in him. Yeah. Peyton didn't. Peyton didn't. Brady definitely does. And when you look at that roster, dude, that roster is coming back. You're still going to have three bowl, got Pro the, Bowl receivers. Yep. Still going to have defense will be better. The defense is going to be even be better, better because you're not losing anybody. And they're and, young. And they're young. Yeah. Maybe you lose Shaq Barrett. And that would be a huge loss, but they'll find a way to lock him down. Yeah, because they it know out. that they've got another chance at a Super Bowl, a good chance. I also had uh, somebody else ask me ask if, um, you know, if something I can't remember exactly what they said it, but um, if you want to find a way to be in the NFC and win a Super Bowl, it's bring in AFC players: Tom Brady, Fournette. Gronkowski and yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah, no, Just go no get kidding, AFC right? players. You need five or six. Those are their four high quality big AFC players, and, or, and then you're good. And you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Gronk, Brady, uh, Antonio Brown, and Leonard Fournette. Fournette, Leonard Fournette who's Fournette all was, major contributors. How many people passed on Fournette on the waiver wire? I need to go back and research that and have that for the next podcast. I think a lot. I think a lot, too, because they would have been pretty low on the waiver wire, you expect, or at least in the middle. They weren't high on the waiver wire, I don't think. And he's balled out in the playoffs, man. And then last night, yeah, dude was a major contributor. Huge contributor. Yeah, him and Jones both in that offensive line. And I, I think where I'm giving Brady more credit than I would have in the past, because his throws last night, I think we can all agree, weren't spectacular. Mm-mm. The two touchdowns to Gronk, Gronk was open. The touchdown uh, right in front of Hill, that was a good throw. He put it low, but he had a clean throwing lane, nobody in his face. But there's a reason those guys were that open, and I'm now giving that credit to Brady. All right. And he didn't make any mistakes. No. He didn't have to, though. He was never pressured. He took one sack, one hurry. And he had a good – I looked up statistics. He had a good playoff. A great playoff. I mean, in general, it's Playoff, great. I think he had uh, 10 touchdowns, well over 1,000 yards passing, and only three picks, which were all in one game. Other than that game, pick free, I mean, it was a – I think his quarterback rating was in the 120s. And as much as a Brady hater as I am, those three picks, I know we disagree. I think two of them were on him. You only think one of them was. I will, I'm willing to give him some grace on those picks, even though I think they were his fault because of that one pass at the end of the half to Miller. Because that was a fucking dime. The end yeah. of the, the, oh, that end last bit. Yeah. Touchdown yep. right before halftime against Green <clears throat> If we Bay. give him two mistakes there, that's Really, still a pretty flawless playoff. Pretty run. flawless, and the I mean the balls. The first half last night, he was lights out, and then the second half, they were being so conservative. He was obviously purposely overthrowing some people on some third downs just to try to yeah not cause any issues. I know and, that you didn't think the officials had a bad game, and I don't either. 
Um, and I'm not, uh, Chief Sands are complaining about the officials today, and that's why they lost you wrong. Yeah. I, I understand it as a fan. I'm a diehard Bronco fan. I, I understand my biases, but you're wrong. But that one that he threw out of the back of the end zone where they called. Oh, that was 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but they've been pretty lax on that catchable for a long time now. That hasn't mattered as much for the last 10 years as it used to. They used to say it was uncatchable all the time. They hardly ever will say a ball is uncatchable now, Dave. Yeah, it I'm happens, not even but... saying they were inconsistent. I'm just like, give me a break. Brady yeah. was obviously throwing that ball away. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and for sure. If he's obviously throwing the ball away, don't go call and freaking holding after he's obviously throwing the ball away. Yeah. I, I... That being said, there's bad calls every game, like you said. And even if we give him that one, it's a beatdown. It's a beatdown. They could have put up more points. They could... Let's don't act like the second half and coming in the fourth quarter that they weren't just trying to run the clock and play really conservatively. They and they, dude, they didn't have to not run the ball. They were running the ball over. Yeah, they, they could have scored more points. They could have scored more points so, just by handing it off. 31-9 to 9 was is an indication of how much of a beatdown that game was. This game was over at the 10-minute mark in the third quarter. After KC came out in their first drive and settled for a field goal, that was it. Yeah. Those lights out. Yeah, Whew. I mean, really looking back, you... You never think that with Patrick Mahomes. You think they could come back after the half. I wasn't like 100% positive that Tampa Bay was going to win. But this game was over after Tampa Bay scored the first touchdown. Yeah. I mean, they never – Kansas City didn't play any better from that point on. No, they never had a chance. My point is that, you know, at halftime I was thinking, all right, does Casey have a chance? I'm like, yeah, they're Patrick Mahomes, but they have a chance. I don't think it's likely because I've seen him come back before, and when they were down, you always thought like, oh, that was a stupid penalty or stupid – uh, turnover, like somebody fumbled the ball that they shouldn't have fumbled. They always look like the better team. They always look like the better teams, even though they're yep. losing. They didn't look from the better team at, at the beginning Not of it. Not one point of this game. And then you hold out that little hope if you're a Chiefs fan at the beginning of the second half. But even as a Chiefs fan, when they take that opening drive and only get three, at that point, even as a Chiefs fan, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you could shut off the TV at that point. You could shut it off at that you point. You knew what was like, going to happen. Golly. I watched it at that point just because it was a Super Bowl. I was half-assing it. But. Yeah, at that point, it became a boring Super Bowl. Yeah, it was boring. At the 10-minute yeah. mark of the third quarter, it was boring. It was a, the second half was boring. Did you see Russell Wilson uh, in the stands because he won the Walter Payton Award? Yeah. Did you notice his face mask? No, I didn't notice the face mask. It had the number three on it, which is obviously his number. Yeah. But what are you, a NASCAR driver? To me, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes or uh, Russell Wilson went from my favorite quarterback to way down to, the list. Not way down the list, but he dropped a notch. That's like, weird. That's a weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird flex. He's sitting up there, badass suit, just won the Walter Wait Payton Award. He's got his rock star wife sitting beside him, he's sitting by the commissioner, and he's wearing a mask with the number three on it. Like, I did not notice that. I just noticed he looked salty. Yeah, well, but yeah. then he also had a look on his face like, all right, Mahomes, this is what it's like without an O-line, bitch. <laughs> now see what's up. That's, Mahomes last night was, is Russell Wilson for his entire career. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're, probably, you're kind of right. Yeah, certainly since 2017. Yeah. Yeah, that, He's oh. just used to it, so he plays better. Yeah, it was shocking to Mahomes to have Mahomes no time like, to get the ball snapped and have to run, Dude, he, run the other way. He made some insane – just getting the ball out. And some, like that time, he's literally falling forward, parallel to the ground, feet above his ass. Feet above his chest. It's above his chest. And he throws the ball 30 yards downfield in the end zone. A dime. A dime that should have been caught. Probably should have been caught. Whoever that, I can't remember who can't the receiver who was on that one, but they were so shocked. Yeah. I don't, I don't even hate him for that. They were like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. 
All of a sudden, Mahomes is definitely going down to the balls, hitting me in the hands. <laughs> uh, let's see Lamar Jackson do that once in his career, and then we'll start talking about it. Yeah, then about. let's talk about it. Yeah. How do you have arm strength? You, you're not even set. You're in the air. You have no leverage. None. And you could throw it 30 yards. It's against physics. I would struggle right now to go outside and throw the ball 30 yards. <laughs> yeah. With a great platform. Just get your hips into perfect it. Perfect form. Ugh. Nice spiral. Dude just whips it with his wrist. Well, he's Ozzy Newsom, man. Ozzy Newsom. He's Ozzy Smith. He's the best shortstop in history. His little twitch. But even those shortstops usually have a base underneath them. Unbelievable. And aren't throwing nuts. something that weighs four times the amount of a baseball. Crazy, man. In a perfect spiral. The dude still was a highlight reel, even getting the shit kicked out of him and losing horribly. <laughs> he still had some pretty amazing plays. Well, from the Broncos' perspective, there's nothing to glean from this other than you better have people who can cover Travis Kelsey. You better have people who can yeah. rush the passer. And you better have a quarterback that's going to convert in the red zone and convert on third down. I think you have some takeaways. They're not going to have the recipe, as that whoever DM'd you asked if this is the recipe, because there's obvious reasons. But at least there's something. There's something you see that, okay, here's a strategy we could at least attempt. Double Hill, sign somebody or draft somebody who can cover Kelsey on their own. Yep. And make sure Von Miller's healthy and he can get to the quarterback. That's what's going to happen with Denver, though, is then they're going to run all over him. Yeah. It's going to be lights out, man. And they're not going to have a quarterback who's going to convert 70% of third downs and turn three trips to the red zone into three touchdowns. Yep. No Matt Stafford. <laughs> Can't settle for field goals against them. Um, I'm sad the season's over. I got – maybe because the Broncos were so bad this year. I knew they were going to be bad at the, week one. You lose Von Miller, you lose Cortland Sutton. Uh, your best tackle doesn't come back because of COVID. You know, you, you just have no shot from the gate. Yeah. Within three weeks, we'd lost Casey and Sutton and like seven starters. Just something ridiculous that no team could have overcome. The Chiefs couldn't have overcome it. Tampa couldn't have overcome it. Green Bay couldn't have overcome it. That there was less stress on me throughout the year. Every game was about, all right, let's evaluate Locke. Let's evaluate the offensive coordinator. Is there going to be some progression? To the point where I actually got to watch and enjoy other football. So I got to enjoy Breeze last year. Yeah. I got to see uh, Josh Allen come into his own. <clears throat> I got to see Russell Wilson through the first 10 weeks look like the definite MVP before the tires fell off. I got to see Brady, um, not Brady, uh, Rodgers have a pretty spectacular year and then uh, get whipped again in the playoffs. So all these things were enjoyable. Um, and as far as the podcasts go, after this episode, we'll start looking into what are some of the highlights from this year, uh, what's been different in the last five years versus the previous 25. We'll do the Packers versus Broncos comparison. Got a lot of stuff coming up, and it'll be fun to do that, but Sundays aren't going to be as fun as they were, man. This was one of my favorite years. Yeah, I didn't really start watching until the playoffs. Yeah, because they were up football, awesome playoffs. Which was kind of the premise of this podcast when we started it was I – you were giving me a briefing of the Broncos games, and then I started watching in the playoffs. Now I'm probably going to start watching football again. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was fun playoffs, man. It was a good time. There was a while there where we were worried about having stars in the NFL. Manning's gone. You know, you thought Brady was about done. He's not. You knew Breeze was about done. 
Rodgers isn't young. Uh, Russell Wilson's in the Northwest doing his thing. But you've got good young stars, man. There's Sean a lot Watson, of talent right now. It's a Patrick fun time. Mahomes. It's not back when Matt Schaub was making the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Like where it was a couple guys, but it was pretty boring. Boring. White bread. Warm. What did you use? White your... bread floating in a bowl of lukewarm water. Lukewarm water. Ugh. That sounds. That's like... Matt Schaub. That's Matt Schaub. That's the that's the Broncos right now. And it's it boring. Should be an entertaining offseason. We're gonna figure out what happens with the cap because obviously that's coming down with the NFL not making as much money this year. Broncos do have room. They're gonna have a new GM. It's gonna be an exciting offseason. It's going to be an exciting draft, right? Yeah. You know, what's going to happen with that? The Watson still thing is still hanging out there. We've got Peyton Manning going to the Hall of Fame. We've got John Lynch going to the Hall of Fame right after Steve Water. So off the field, things are at least fun for the Broncos. And there's, there's a glimmer. There's a glimmer that they can turn it around on the field. And that's what we have to look forward to. And the Chiefs are beatable. More to come. And from us. <laughs> <laughs> Until then. Broncos briefing, bitches. bitches. BBB, baby. You did so good today. We should do it again next week. We're going to stop filming on Mondays and start doing it on Wednesdays. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Peace. Hump duck. <laughs>